Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Oh boy. This is a Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Wow, you said that loud and fast. You're excited. It's Thursday. I don't know. I feel like it's oh, been, I feel like it's been it an, is Thursday for some it? reason. It's I feel like it's been a century since football's been on. Even though in reality it's been what two yeah, days? Yeah, it's been like two days. Uh, it is Thursday, November seventh. My name is Morgan Coley. I got Rick Lemon right across from me as always. So uh, today we're going to break down uh, some more Week Ten matchups, the rest of the Week Ten matchups, and discuss our starts and sits for the week. Um, we're also going to give you some news from around the league. Um, before we get into the news, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. Follow us on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. Follow us on, uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash fantasy champions. Subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. I'm slightly under the weather for the eighth week in a row. So, uh, I have some sniffles. For the eighth week I apologize. That's, um, I was coughing last podcast. It I'm doesn't trying seem not to healthy. Sniffle. I don't think you're dying. But um, I went to the doctors, and they were just like, dude, you nothing. You're healthy as a horse. Yeah. That, that term that people use. I mean, I eat an apple every day, so I should be good, right? Well, that's the, the saying, you know, that's apple. The, that's the... It, doesn't see, it doesn't seem to work for you, though. I ain't been to the I doctors think, in four I think years, so that's you, a thing. Yeah. You know what's going to really make you feel better is if you win this week in fantasy because you lost this past week. I feel like if I put a poll out there and asked people if they were 5-4, and four, that there would be 90%. I'm 5-4 and four in uh, two of my leagues, so... I believe I'm five and four in two of my leagues as well. Uh, I feel like a majority of people are five and four right now yeah. because of the weird landscape the fantasy football is. And the teams that are six and three and seven and two suck. I wouldn't you use know, the term whoa, suck. I would dude, suck. That's I not mean, cool. That's, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what, whatever. Let's get into some news. Uh, the Jets signed Josh Adams uh, from, from their practice squad. Now, this doesn't matter. Only... It, because the only reason why it does matter is because it does affect Le'Veon Bell. Um, Le'Veon Bell got an MRI on Monday that they said came back negative in terms of what the injury was. Um, he did not practice Wednesday, but I would think that Josh Adams signing from the practice squad is not a good thing for Le'Veon Bell. No, that that could definitely why would you, be concerning. Why would you cut somebody on your roster to sign a crappy running back? Or it just means, squad? I mean... Teams do this no, all the time, too. Know, just... I just want to know that I turned Josh Adams into an MVP on Madden. Are you saying there's hope for the Jets? No, no, not at all. <laughs> the Jets with hope? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Jets blow. Um, so I would keep an eye on the Le'Veon Bell situation. If he doesn't practice, like, if he doesn't practice Thursday, the panic meter goes up to five. And if he doesn't practice Friday, I'm at a full bore mm-hmm. nine yeah. on the panic meter. Um, so just keep an eye on that. He says he's good, but he always says he's good. So we'll see. Um, Mike Tomlin said James Conner uh, will be a li- limited again this week in practice. Um, I'm not sure if he'll he's going to suit up and play. I'm assuming that he'll be questionable and be ready to go for the game. Um, is he is the Steelers on a bye this week? I don't think so, no. Okay. Um, Evan Ingram is dealing with a sore foot following uh, their loss of the 
the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Um, there was a report with that. Okay. Hold on, I gotta pull it up though. Should have been prepared. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna play this week. Ingram. Um, yep. Okay. He's already been rolled out, and there's concern that it's worse than the Giants anticipated. That's horrible news for you. No, it's not. He's on my bench. Oh, Hunter Henry, bro. Oh, that's right. That's why I've been starting. Even with the healthy, healthy Evan Ingram, he gets 10 points a week. <coughs> I was going to say, like, how did you end up with both? But anyway. And um, I had Austin Hooper. <laughs> I had three top, top right. seven tight ends. I don't know how. I picked, oh, you know why? Because a guy in our league thought Hunter Henry was out for the year. And then dropped him because you of know, that, and everybody like forgot about him. And I just picked him up just for like the laughs. And then yeah, and he, he ended, ended up being, up being uh, yeah. Good. So there's that. Uh, Doug Marone announced Nick Foles as the starting quarterback in Jacksonville. Uh, small moment of silence for Minshew Mania. That's enough. You know, uh, I feel bad because I feel like I did this. This was on me. Why? I oh, because you. I, told, I said to start him. Yep, he had he, seven fantasy points. Crap the bed. Yep. If he would have had a, if I would have said set him and he got twenty plus you points, know what, you know what I've noticed? Never ever choose a start of the week on a London game on a London game oh, yeah. or a Thursday uh-huh. night football game. Two weirdest, two weirdest games. Because even like DeAndre, I'm that I have I have DeAndre Hopkins, but DeAndre Hopkins had nine points before he caught the cheap yeah. touchdown at the end of the game. I, that was so cold. And it, and it like, should have been Deshaun Watson because the play before that, Deshaun Watson scored, but they said he was like out of bounds. See, even I stopped though he clearly watching the won. game. So he, he jumped over a guy. It was like a really cool play, <laughs> but because he jumped over Excuse the guy, me. they thought he like jumped out of bounds. Yeah. But like they showed the replay and even the announcers were like, oh, he was clearly in the end zone. So the very next play there at the one yard line, they just threw it to Hopkins and he scored. Oh, so yeah. if that didn't ha- but if that didn't happen, then Hopkins wouldn't have scored that. Yeah. It should have been Watson's. Hey, touchdown! I mean, I didn't care because it's what, a touchdown in, either way in, for Watson. But in March, when I'm studying fantasy football and I'm going over DeAndre Hopkins stats, that don't matter. No, it doesn't. All that matters is 15. Uh, yeah. So Nick Foles is is out. Uh, I mean, no, in, in in and uh, and Gardner Minshew is out. Um, do you have do you have a feeling that this is going to increase the likelihood? I really don't know. Of, honestly, yeah. no. So I mean, I think the big thing is that you're going to get stable. And I could be wrong about this. Very wrong, because I mean, Nick Foles as a starter has never been. Yeah, <laughs> like Nick Foles as a starter for the Eagles was good and replaced. You know, when he was replacing Carson Wentz, but when he was a starter all by himself. Foles has just never been very. To be good. honest with you, I don't think there's going to be much of a difference between him and Gardner. Mitchell. The only thing, I'm, like I said, the only or like I was going to say, the only thing that I see a difference in is that Gardner Minshew is either boom or bust, and you can't choose the week. Is what I've realized. Yeah, and because I think you've t- told people to start Gardner Minshew twice this year, <laughs> and he's, he's crapped the bed in those two games. Yeah. So matchup doesn't matter for him. And not in a good way. And I think Nick Foles is just going to be a more consistent he quarterback. Will. That is true. For I the think. Jacksonville Jaguars. The experience, the fact that he can. And I think the other thing is, is do you think, you know, defenses around the league respect Nick Foles a little bit more than they respect Gardner Minshew? Um, probably because it's just like the rookie thing. Yeah. 
I, I think that will open up opportunities for the rest of the offense, like DJ Chark um, and and um, Leonard Fournette. So okay. I we'll see what happens with that. But Nick Foles set to be the starter week eleven. Um, Panthers placed quarterback Cam Newton on injury reserve and only took you like freaking a million weeks. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so do you, do you think they're gonna cut? Cam Newton. Now, I don't know that my take was wrong on Cam Newton because when we were talking about Cam Newton in the season, we were like, "Draft Cam Newton. He's a you know he's always been a top five quarterback when he plays a full season. Didn't play a full season. He was hurt. So we it's said like the juju thing. We a little said bit. yeah, yeah. Like everyone's like, never really got a chance for sure. He's he's a bust. No, well, I mean, never really. Got he is a technically chance. a bust, but it's not his. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like he doing. underperformed, and it's like this just goes to show you that you have no idea what's going to happen. Although when Cam Newton did play, he wasn't that good. No, he wasn't, but he was also dealing with the with foot injury. the injury, yeah. right? Yeah, so so uh, they put him on injured reserve. Kyle Allen's going to go the rest of the way. There's some certainty there in that offense. Um, we'll see if Kyle Allen can. I mean, there really hasn't been any asset to me. Like, Curtis Samuels had his good games. DJ Moore's had his good games. Um, but they're really – they look exactly the same as last year. They look like they took no steps forward. I think they're a tad the, – the A tad better. Yeah, it's yeah. a tad better. Um, but I, I just don't think Kyle Allen or Cam Newton are ever going to be good enough to make either one of those guys a, an elite top 10 wide receiver. That's just what from what I've been watching. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as far as – Cam Newton and Kyle Allen. I mean, it doesn't doesn't hurt anybody's fantasy teams unless you still own Cam Newton. <laughs> um, I'm not going to attempt to say this guy's name, but there are reports that Adam Thielen is expected to miss uh, Week 10 against the Cowboys with a hamstring injury. Um, they are also saying that the injury is not as bad as they thought it was initially, um, but we'll see what happens. Oh, boy. The Vikings, I saw that report. That it's not as bad as we thought, but he's out this week. So what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Does that mean it's bad or good? Because you just really didn't back up or reassure me in any way. Um, yeah. So AJ Green is expected to make his debut. I know you said earlier that it is now not expected. It's, it's maybe. He could. He could not. Yeah, we'll see. I'll try to bring up the report, but it's because this week he did not. I don't think he – or. I'm pretty sure yesterday, so Wednesday. Yeah. Um, to me, there's a... He didn't practice. So that's why it went from he's expected to play to, oh, wait a second, he might not. Yeah. that It was funny because the report of him not practicing came out right after. That he... Yeah. yeah. It was, but <laughs> there's also some people that are saying that he just... It was like an... Not optional, but like they're saying he... Like somebody said he didn't feel like putting on pads. I don't know if that's oh, true. That's, that That's not a report, though. So I'm not going to... That's a little bit of sketchy. Yeah. Uh, David Johnson said he is definitely playing Week 10. So hopefully uh, by definitely definitely playing, he's not talking about one uh, touch. Yeah. Because that would be bad. Um, Rams coach, in the final piece of news, Sean McVay said Brandon Cooks won't play Week 10 against the Steelers. Um, if anything, this will help Mr. Cooper Cup and Mr. Robert Woods. Yep. Uh, I don't see anything else other than that. Uh, do you uh, do you have any news that you want to break to us? No, I don't <coughs> have any breaking news in my back pocket, unfortunately. Dude, that blows. <laughs> All right, so let's get let's get right into our week eight matchups. Um, we have 
some interesting some interesting go abouts this week. Uh, not uh, there was. I, I mean, we we discussed some games on uh, on Wednesday show, and mm-hmm. they were absolutely garbage. Yeah, they were terrible. Pretty bad. Um, we got some we got some okay matchups in the second half, I guess, of this breakdown. So we're gonna go over. I think it's uh, eight matchups, I believe. Yeah, That's what I'm looking at. Uh, so let's start off with the Chiefs and the Titans. Now, Patrick Mahomes. I don't know why this did not come up in. Oh any yeah, I was, I was just. <laughs> um, Patrick Mahomes is so there was a he lot was, of ups and downs today in terms of whether. So the report was earlier this week that he was expected to make his return. And he was going to play this week, and then it kind of took a turn, and now it's questionable as if he's as like. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? They asked Andy Reid, "What is your expectation for the week?" They said he's going to he's going to get a little more work in practice, yeah. and they're not going to make a decision. Because I guess yet. today he ran with the second team, even though he was a full participant. Oh, Mahomes. So that's they, not good. Well, they, so they said, but this week he's going to run with the first first team. They expect him like later on, and as the week goes on. Okay, um, I mean. If he plays, start him. If he, if he doesn't play, <laughs> yeah, don't start much. him. Like you know, it's a, just keep an eye on the situation. Like there's no concerns on whether or not. If I get a should I start Patrick Mahomes on Sunday, I will kill myself. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Um, yeah. Anyway, Ryan Tan my Hill. This is gonna be a shootout. Yeah, I actually. And Tannehill has scored 20 points in three straight weeks. Mm-hmm. So is this a good start? I think it is. I think it's a good streaming option. But honestly, in our league. I have Deshaun Watson, who's on a bye. Yep. And I couldn't bring myself to start Ryan Tannehill. But Josh Allen was also available. So I, I decided to go with Josh Allen over Tannehill. Yeah. But I do think Tannehill, it's a good matchup. It's just so gross because it's Ryan Tannehill. But it's a good matchup. He said, since taking over from Mariota, he's had three solid fantasy weeks. <laughs> so I do think if you need a quarterback this week, yeah. he, he should be on your list. Okay. Um, Damien Williams. Uh Decided to show up last week. Huh? Yeah, he decided to show up last week. Uh, this is going to be a bus game. <laughs> People are going to be like, "My God, he's back! He's back!" Hey, if no. Mahomes plays though, I think he's, he does no, have a home stop. No, no, I'm not saying to start him, but his value Man, is up was, with Mahomes. There was a, there was a lot of fantasy football people that were very high on Damian Williams. I said, "No, nah, stop it." Yeah, you can he, take your victory lap. He sucks. Yeah, I waited. I just a long time. I just wanted uh, this. For me, I think people were like it Chiefs was, running backs. It's just the Chiefs. Yeah, that's it's literally all it was. Sometimes that doesn't work. We've seen this season as an example. Well, people were drafting. Tyreek Hill high. got hurt, and literally every Chiefs wide receiver, all the way down to Byron Pringle, was was a <laughs> was, waiver wire pickup. Yeah, and it's like that to me is so far above and beyond ridiculous. Like that is getting over. Like we said, pick up Byron Pringle. I even picked him up in a league, and I started him because I just desperately needed a wide receiver. But, like, to me, I when I look at the Chiefs, like, not everyone is going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, it just you know, the offense is good, yeah. And you have good players, yeah. But the only players that I'm going to completely trust are Tyreek Hill, Travis, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Everyone else at this, like... I told you, Damian Williams blows. Like, he's not a good running back. There's a reason why last year he started on the roster as the third running back to start the season. Spencer Ware got hurt. Kareem Hunt got cut. And then Damian Williams was the guy. He stepped up. He earned his $3 million this year, got the contract extension, and then they started him. And we realized, oh, wait, he's the third string running back. 
He was the second string running back in Miami. I'm like, the guy's not a great running back. He's just not. And so it, as a role player, he's a good player. As yeah. a fantasy I asset, think as a, he blows. Yeah, as a third, well, yeah. You <laughs> pretty like, much said it. I, I, I mean, I, w- I actually even looked into, I'm like, is he a, right now, because people have been like, this guy completely blows. Is he a buy candidate, you know what I mean, at, at, at this point, rest of season? But I was just like, you know, because of the the, 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 the passing, passing work that he might get from Patrick Mahomes and the fact that he got, what was it, 60, I think he got up to 70% snap share, Did he this- which is something that he hasn't done all season. So if that's the case, like, is he a good well, that's guy why I said. With? That's why I said if Mahomes comes back. Because he's not worth a second-round pick anymore. So I'm, that's... Oh, well, yeah, yeah, we're far from that, though. So, now. like, you, you could probably end, you could probably I mean, take a... A guy you picked up off the waiver wire, like a like, would you do DJ Chark for Damian Williams? No, you wouldn't do that. You keep DJ I'd Chark. Keep, I'd rather do DJ Chark. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I mean that's fine. I I wouldn't fully disagree with you. I'm just throwing out deals. Yeah. Yeah. No. But like, I got you. you wouldn't have to spend a lot. Like DJ Chark is 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 like a wide receiver two right now. But you could probably give up a low a high end wide receiver three, low end wide yeah. receiver two, or you know running back two, whatever it is. To get Damian Williams, I don't think you could, but like you get that, and then Damian Williams does at the end of the season what he did last year. I mean, hey, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. That was just my thoughts on Damian Williams. But don't start him this week against Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's talk about Derrick Henry against Kansas City. Kansas City uh, started off the season looking okay against the run. And now they're, now they're one of the worst. <laughs> yeah. Back to, back to one of the worst. 30th against running back so far. This the season. only way Tennessee wins this football game is if they just run the heck out of the football, and they will. This oh, is yeah, actually they, this is actually a game that Derrick Henry could probably go ham. Yeah, uh, I would I would think that he would. But have if a the game. Chiefs if Mahomes plays and the Chiefs take a lead early, like a big one, like fourteen yeah. points in a row, and it yeah. happens so fast that that would be a Tannehill type game. Yeah, that would be. But, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But he's he's uh, still a start though. I mean, at this point, Derrick Henry's a start every week. It could either be a shootout where Ryan Tannehill gets a lot of fantasy, points, or the Titans control, or a gross as heck yeah. football game yep. that Patrick Mahomes has like no time to. And Derrick Henry has like twenty eight carries for ninety five yards yeah. and a touchdown. Yeah, um, but Derrick Henry obvious start. Uh, Rekill obvious start. Do you like Sammy Watkins against Tennessee at all? No, no. no I'll, I'll stay away too. If you need to start him, I mean, no. <laughs> I, I hope you have more options. Uh, Corey Davis, AJ Brown. Uh, Corey Davis has become basically, as long as he's a Tennessee Titan, he's just never going to be good. Yeah, unfortunately. AJ Brown, however, has been uh, 429 yards, three touchdowns. He's been decent in games, very touchdown dependent. Is this a game where you could see AJ Brown catching a touchdown? Uh, and, maybe, and, yeah, and but I'm not. I'm not trying. Option. I'm not trying to start either of these guys. Too, I would say if Tanhill has to keep pace, AJ Brown could probably be, will have yeah. a good week. That that is kind of where I'm at. Um, and then we'll go to the tight ends: Jonu Smith, Travis Kelsey. Start Jonu Smith against Kansas City. This is another situation where you know if you need if you if you need a shot in the dark. You know, to win this week, Jonu Smith might be a good start at tight end. He's really desperate at tight end. Yeah, because like I said, there's going to be some passing work for Ryan Tannehill. Um, Holmes is coming back, and I'm I'm assuming he's had three, four weeks off. So, people, this is not, this is an underlying thing that people aren't talking about with Mahomes, but his foot or ankle injury has now had three weeks to heal. So Mahomes is gonna. One of the reasons why he was struggling was because he was he was nervous about moving around in the pocket. Oh yeah. So now that he can move back to Mahomes' way and he's not worried about his ankle, we'll just 
see if the knee is a problem for him. But if that's not a problem, Mahomes will get back to Mahomes. I, I actually probably think Ryan Tannehill is going to have to throw the ball a lot in this game. If that's the case, Derrick Henry might actually be a bad play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just restart this whole thing. Derrick Henry, do you want to <laughs> Yes. Um, anyway, so there's a 48.5 point over under. Um, I mean, if, if Matt Moore plays is there a change for you in any of the positions for the Chiefs? no because it's still it's still like hill and kelsey the only two short things okay, i agree uh let's move on to the cardinals at the buccaneers 43 point uh 53 point over under um this is going to be a relatively uh interesting game i'm surprised that the over under is as high as 53 points that is this so this <laughs> this is one of those classics like if you're just a football fan you probably do not want to watch this game at all and think it's disgusting that it's on your television. But if you're a fantasy football fan, oh, this is a big. You're game. excited, yeah. So There's some players, both defenses blow, except yeah. for the Bucks rush defense. Um, we have Kyler Murray. Uh, I think I'm going to talk about. Uh, I'll talk about him a little bit later. But against Tampa, I think he's a great start. Um, Jameis Winston on the other side. I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on Kyler. Um, Kyler, way. I think is. I think he's definitely a good start um, at this point, but he's probably starting no matter what <laughs> yeah, on your team. Yeah. You um, Jameis Winston, if he's on the waiver wire, we talked about streaming. I know you're going to talk about him a little bit later. Yeah, um, I would play him this week. Uh, and then you got Ronald Jones, the appearance. The the guy who's going to get 65% of the work this week. Oh, boy. Here we you go. It would be so funny. Uh, if a, they give all the work Such a Buccaneers to yeah. thing to do oh my is God. to say Ronald Jones is the guy and that he's earned it and all this stuff. And then game day happens and he gets six carries. I feel like as a mor- from a morale standpoint. A lot of people are going to start him this week. A lot. From a morale standpoint, that is not something you do to help your team. Like, I don't think yeah, Bruce Arians to, is to that stupid. Tell a to, guy to tell a guy, oh, it, you've to earned the it. media, you've earned it. Like you know, in and then private, you might say, oh, you've earned more work. But to the media, he said, oh, this guy's earned more work. And then to not give it to him would just be like a slap in the face. So um, Ronald Jones against Carolina. I mean, uh, Arizona. Carolina. Ronald Jones against Arizona. Good start. Yes. Um, and you, if you picked him up, this is one of those rare He's pickups where you can flex. just start him. Yep, uh, David Johnson may make his return. What do you think of the dynamic between David Johnson and Kenyon Drake? I kind of want to see it play out first. I think you, you're obviously it's David Johnson. You got to start, but I don't know what the Cardinals plan on doing. Do you? No idea. I would assume that Kenyon Drake is going to fill the Chase Edmonds role. And you remember Chase Edmonds was playing relatively well before. Yeah. So it's I, kind of a split, was, it was kind about, of a split backfield. It was, honestly, it was David Johnson getting eighteen to twenty touches because Johnson he was getting like eighteen to twenty touches on top but of that. I but you recall, also saw Edmonds getting twelve touches, right? And I think, yeah, he was getting like like in the game against the Falcons, the last game that they both right. really played together. Johnson only had twelve carries, and I think Edmonds had like ten. How many? How many? I'm gonna check the receptions. It was like six. Well, yeah, David he had six receptions, but he but care, like. Hold on, I got did you know? Jason did Hans. you know? I did the I did the math today because I was trying to make a deal for David Johnson. I did the math today. Do you know you could take away every single, you could take away all the rushing statistics that he has, right? Uh-huh. Just take them all away. He's, and David Johnson is is still a low end RB two just on his receiving yards. Yeah, that's how he's going to be. Okay, so actually, no. So Chase Edmonds. So even when the the two running backs have played together, David Johnson still is. In the game against the Bengals, so 
when Chase Edmonds emerged as a fantasy option. David Johnson had 17 carries. Chase Edmonds had eight. Okay. The next week, David Johnson had 12 carries. Chase Edmonds had five. So Chase Edmonds is still involved, but David Johnson is still the clear back no matter what. So Yeah, so I think here's the thing. A lot of people are like, committee backfields are bad. I agree. I don't like committees. Yeah. The Bucks committee sucks. The The Denver Broncos committee is bearable. Uh, and the 49ers committee hurts my soul. But the committee in Arizona could actually work. And here's why. Not because I own David Johnson and Kenyon Drake on my fantasy team right now. <laughs> but because they run so many offensive plays each game. They so do, you yeah. could actually get David Johnson... 16 to 18 touches and also get Kenyon Drake 12 to 14 touches instead of just giving like the Bears do David Montgomery 31. Right. Yeah. So, but it's still like, what is a workhorse back to you? 18 to 20 touches. Yeah. I mean, that you could get away with. That's not like a true workhorse, but you can get away with yeah, like yeah, a yeah, low yeah. end RB1. I understand what you just said. Like when you're watching the game, you're going to see Kenyon Drake out there a lot and you're going to be very frustrated as a David, not oh, yeah. David Johnson owner. For sure. Um, if one of these guys were to get hurt in any capacity, the other one would. Right, you will see what Canyon Drake did this week against right, the right. Or this past week against um, the. But I am curious to see: Are they going to be? I would say, as a fantasy analyst, I would say it's going to be sixty forty. It would be sixty. Yeah, I would David say Johnson, I would 40, guess it's about Drake, Yeah, at least in terms of snap percentage. I don't know where the 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 touches are going to go. Which honestly, if, even if it was a complete fifty fifty split, I think David Johnson would still be a good start. Because of how yeah. involved he is in the passing game. And as you yeah. said, how many plays they run. Right. I mean, he was only, what was he averaging before? His in snap terms percentage? Of I don't no, know. Not, oh, not just carries? Just carries. It was uh, like he had 12, 12 17. Uh, let's see. I'll pull up the hole. He had eight. So week one to week six, he had 18, 7, 11, 11, 17, 12. So about 12. Yeah. About 12 a game. Uh yeah, I mean, David Johnson's going to be David Johnson. I'm not sure I would be con- – the only thing I would be concerned about is Cliff, Kingber- Cliff-, Cliff Kingsbury is a complete moron. Wow, you don't, does, like, you don't like Cliff Kingsbury? He does, I, I don't mind him as an offensive coach because he creates a lot of fantasy options, but, like, he's annoying because he says one thing. Oh, yeah. All offseason, yeah. we heard before the NFL draft, we heard Rosen's our guy, Rosen's our guy, Rosen's our guy. With the first overall pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. Okay, so what were you telling us the last month? Like, I mean, it was expected. Yeah. But, like, why lie? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, just if you're going to draft a guy, you have the first overall pick. You're not going to, like, I mean, this is old news. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just does this frequently. Oh, yeah. David David Johnson's active. He's going to play this week. Gets one carry. We weren't comfortable with playing him this week. So why didn't you just make him inactive? (laughs) Why did you start? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what drives me nuts. Just, he hates fantasy people. (laughs) He must. He sits there and he's like, watch what I'm about to do this week, David. Oh, let's do it together. (laughs) David Johnson won't play this week. I'm not really worried about it. But anyway, um, that's our thoughts on... David Johnson, Kenny Drake for a bunch. <laughs> you ranted on two running backs so far. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, both starts this week. Yeah. I actually saw on Fantasy Pros their Week Ten rankings. Most fantasy experts have Chris Godwin ranked ahead of Mike Evans. It's because of the yeah one does good one. No, does honestly, I I actually on my personal uh, weekly rankings I actually have I Chris think Godwin ahead of him too. Patrick Peterson is going to be on 
Mike Evans. Would be yeah, and uh, whoever <laughs> slot corner is going to be on yeah. Chris Godwin. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's split right down the middle. Obviously, Mike Evans gets more air yards because he's the deeper guy. Um, he has 842 receiving yards and seven touchdowns this year. Chris Godwin has 54 receptions, 766 receiving yards, and six touchdowns. So uh, all of Mike Evans' touchdowns have been in two games, but uh, just about. So, I'm, I mean, both of them are great starts. You, you should not start either one of these guys like this is a this is this is the juju smith schuster antonio brown situation from last year yeah um very it is very yeah similar it's, very yeah, similar much. um it's just a question of which guy's gonna be seven and which guy's gonna be three yeah i hope to god it's chris goblin it's three that's just me um yeah so start both of those guys uh christian kirk this week against tampa Larry Fitzgerald, which one do you like? Either or both. Christian Kirk killed my soul last week. Now, it wasn't really his fault. Three whole fantasy points. He was playing against the 49ers, and I shouldn't have started that him in the first weeks. place. Three whole fantasy points. Hey, I mean, I won either way, but <laughs> no, I mean, he did kill my soul. Yeah. But he should be a decent play against the Buccaneers. Yep. The Buccaneers rank uh, actually against wide receivers this year and half PPR have given up the most points. They rank 32. Yeah. Uh, so you should start Kirk and I think, and Fitzgerald this week, I think. The worst part, you have the one. worst part about owning Christian Kirk and even Larry Fitzgerald is that uh, both of them are not getting receiving touchdowns because this offense doesn't yeah. throw the football. But against, the, against Tampa, do you think it's... I mean, so I say start both, but Fitzgerald's the numbers have been so bad since... Like week four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't had ten points since week four. Yeah, it's been awful. Um so, here's the thing. This is the this is the largest bye week of the entire season for teams. The largest bye weeks week. That's true. You will need So you might need Larry I would, Fitzgerald. So would you rather start like Fitzgerald if you have Fitzgerald and or Kirk, so one of those two guys, or AJ Brown, who would you like would oh, you I rather would start, start the Christian Cardinals Kirk guys and Larry or Fitzgerald see, I'm over the same way. AJ Brown. Yeah. But AJ Brown does have a good matchup. Yeah, I'm thinking like like my team this week. I have to start Mike Williams, and it's gross. And we'll talk about Mike Williams a little bit later, I believe. But um, I, you know, you kind of have to do what you have to do. But if yeah. there's guys on the waiver wire that have good matchups that are better than the guys that you have, you know, I I would go after guys. I like I got all my wide receiver depth to prepare for not <laughs> having uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and then all the guys I traded for had the same bye week. So there's that. <laughs> Um, and then Charles Clay, OJ Howard, do you or do you like Howard to ever get involved? No. This is like the, the Cardinals give up the most fantasy points to tight ends. I don't care. <laughs> he's like he's like stay away. I actually would start OJ Howard this week. No, Pick up the start stop. Just once. Stop. Shoot. Don't listen to him. Shot in the dark. Everybody, pause the podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> do not listen to him. That's ridiculous. Do not start OJ Howard. Can somebody can somebody explain to me uh, our next game Falcons at Saints by the over under is forty three? Uh, Falcons at Saints is forty three. Yeah, dude, don't know why that's mm. that's that's a gross over under. Yeah, and Matt Ryan's back too. Yeah, and well, I'm betting the Breeze is back. Yeah, I'll bet I'll bet the over. Where where where, where do we place our bets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder if the over under has changed since I it put this. Probably has. Um, let's talk about this game really fast because we are rambling. Yeah, heavily. 
on this podcast. I mean, it's mostly you with your yeah, Daniel Williams that's takes. True. Uh, yeah, I spent an, I I've literally I spent hours in the off season discussing Damian Williams. And then I did it on this podcast. Don't bring up Damian Williams. I hope he's like a third string running back, so I never have to talk about him again next year. Oh goodness gracious! All right, let's talk about Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. If he does play this week, I'm not starting him. Um, not coming yeah, off. Not coming against, off an injury in New Orleans against a very good defense. I don't think Matt Ryan's a good play this week. I agree. Um, Drew Brees against the Falcons at home. He's he's got to be in your lineup. Uh, he's yeah. a top three quarterback this week. Really? Yeah, top three okay. quarterback this week. So, uh, yeah, just quote me on that. Me I, I will quote you on 900 that. other fantasy analysts out there. Um, Alvin Kamara practiced this week. So I think Kamara is going to play. Um, we should be okay there. If he is, saddle him up. If he doesn't play and he's out again for some strange reason, uh, then Latavius, Latavius, Latavius Murray becomes a great a play. Fantastic play. Um, Devonta Freeman, this is I'll talk about him a little bit later, but this is a gross matchup. Yeah, it's very gross. If he has to be in your lineup, make it happen. But this is a game that I just feel is not going to work out for Devonta Freeman. <laughs> right, I'm talking like six fantasy points or maybe five. Yeah. It's it's going to be a bad game. Uh, and if you have to start him. So here's what I will say about Freeman. And I know like in your league you have Freeman in your He's on your bench right now, but you're debating about starting him. I think there's a chance that he obviously can get like five points, but there is a chance that he gets like a passing touchdown and is involved in the passing game um, because they're going to be losing in that game and they're going to be throwing a lot. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, he, might, he might still be a starter if you need him. I just accidentally disconnected you on your take. Wow, for you like, disconnected me for like mid-take? three seconds mid-take. <laughs> That's yeah. That's all right. And everyone heard what you said. Yeah, fine. Yeah, no, it's not a it's not a bad play, um, especially if 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 Matt, uh, what the hell is his name, Matt Schaub. Yeah. Uh, if he plays, you know, backup quarterbacks tend to dump it off to running backs significantly more. That so is true. I'm, I'm feeling that he yeah, might. But be an Matt okay Ryan's play. probably going to play. Uh, <sighs> if you expect anything on the ground from, he's. I he, uh, think he's going to get like thirty yards. Bad. Um, and then on the other side, we have Mike Thomas. Uh, he's a start. No other receiver. Mike Thomas has been the best player. Oh, he's been a monster. Maybe in fantasy this year. Been trying to trade other for than, him. It's not working. It's not working too well. I don't. Oh, even get, yeah, I don't well, even get responses. Yeah, I mean, if you had Michael Thomas, would you? The way he's played this year. Oh uh, no, I probably wouldn't. I mean, you would respond because. Oh yeah, because I love trades. About trades. Yeah, I love trades. But you probably wouldn't trade him for much. I Man, I think I've made like twelve trades this year. Yeah, there in you one go. league. There you go. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Started with us in our. Crap trade yeah, at the beginning of the it? season. I don't even like, remember. I think it was Penny and Oh <laughs> Rashad Penny. We for, always uh, make one trade in our personal some, league to some, get things going for some, everyone else. Some other crappy yeah. bench player. Uh anyway. So uh yeah, Mike Thomas is an obvious start. Jared Cook against Atlanta. No. Uh Austin Hooper is a go. I would say hoop. there it is. Yeah, hoop there it is for many touchdowns. Uh, no, nah, I, I mean, whew, I don't know. This could be the bad week for him, actually. Yeah. But uh, you have to play him. He's a top five tight end. Um, Julio Jones is a go. Do you like Calvin Ridley against uh, against New Orleans or no? Um, against New Orleans kind of stinks. Yep. But long term, I do actually like Calvin Ridley. Okay. Uh, Dolphins at Colts, forty four and a half point over under. Um, we got Ryan. A, we got Fitz Magic. Why is this a four o'clock? He's I no idea. He's I think this was flexed to one. 
Oh, okay. There was a game that was flexed to four, but I can't remember which one it is. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, we talked about it yesterday's pod, and I don't remember which game that was that we talked about. But Ryan Fitzpatrick has been... Uh, <laughs> he had 20-something some, like some fantasy points. He did. Um, the offense has, in the last two weeks for the Miami Dolphins, has looked in a very... Like, average. Average, yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't which look is, like the worst offense in football. Yeah. So, um, with that said... No one on this team should be. <laughs> uh, I would actually say. Is Devontae Parker a flex option? With Devontae Parker, he could be a flex option. And even I agree. Albert Wilson. Um, I don't know what happened to him. Did he get hurt? He might have. Because he has not been. Uh, <laughs> Either that or it's just the Dolphins effect. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Albert Wilson was extremely talented last year. Um, but with. who? What's his name? Preston Williams going yes. out. Albert Wilson could probably get some more work, and Devontae Parker's definitely going to get more work. I think Devontae Parker's top 10 in air yards, so they throw it to Is him he? deep down the field. Yeah. Mm. So he's... um, Yeah, he could be... They get it to him. He could be a good flex. He could be a great flex. So I would go after him. Uh, if there's any game that Mike Isecki's going to be good in, it's not this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach Pascal against the, well, actually, did we just talk about the entire, oh, yeah, we just talked about the entire Dolphins roster. What, like we always do. It's usually a don't start this guy, but. We anyway. actually mentioned Brissett had an injury last week. Yeah. There is questions surrounding whether or not he does it, play this week. He's, yeah. If he does play this week, are you waiting and do you play him against Miami? That's a yes. Yeah. Um, Mac is a go. Uh, and then you have Zach Pascal in, I think T.Y. Hilton's not playing this week. He's so not playing this week. Zach Pascal is, is a, actually a great play. If yeah. he if. is on your waiver wire and you need a wide receiver this week, I would suggest going out and, and picking him up and playing him. Yeah. Um, any other week with T.Y. Hilton in the lineup, that's a no go. No, but against Miami, it's a great matchup. No T.Y. Hilton. You know, I'm starting to this miss is the week. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Eric depressing real quick. Eric Eric Ebron against the freaking Miami Dolphins. Hey, it could be a good play might this week. Play. Might get a touchdown. Might not. We'll see. He's a touch so touch. He's so touchdown. Yeah. He was a top five tight end pick. I I'm really hitting on my freaking busts of the year. <laughs> Even Henry. I think I might have gotten that one right. We'll Derek see. Henry, uh, we'll see in six weeks. No, but I said he was gonna. He was getting drafted in the first four rounds, and I said he was only worth a sixth round pick. So, and he's been like a low end RB two, uh, mid mid yeah, to low end. That's fair. Anyway, um, yeah. Is there anyone else you want to talk about in this game? No. <laughs> Rams at Rams at Steelers, forty five and a half point over under. We got Goff. Goff is on the road in Pittsburgh. Uh, he's a sit. Um, yeah. Mason Rudolph is never a play. Uh, Todd Gurley. We have Gurley and Henderson. The snap share has been slowly going right down the middle between yeah. Gurley and Henderson. So I think Gurley and Henderson. I mean, this week against Pittsburgh, they're, they've been. I think the number they've given up the seventh least fantasy yeah, points to running backs. Yeah. So they're actually pretty good at stopping the run. Uh, if you had to go with a running back for the for the Rams, you, you probably should just go Gurley. Yeah. Don't don't put Henderson in your lineup. Um, and then James Conner, if he plays this week, you got to play him. Yep. Um, if he doesn't play, then you got to play Jalen Samuels. Yeah. So there's that. Um, you do you like one, Do you like Juju against the Rams this week? No. Jalen Ramsey's going to be on him. He's yeah. hasn't really been. Good I would all year, I would sit dude. Juju in this game. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and then uh, Old McDonald had a farm EIAO. Is not a good no, start. In my don't start him. Um, with Brandon Cooks, Audi for this game. Is Robert Woods could be a decent start? He could be. He hasn't been good all year, but. He's going to get more targets. Yeah. So that's a good sign for Robert Woods. Cooper Cup, obvious start. And then uh, Everett, if you need a tight end, you can saddle him up. Uh, Panthers at Packers, 48 point over under. Where the freak are the Pank Pink Pankers? The Panthers Packers game is probably what got flexed. Is that what got flexed? Because it's it says it's one o'clock here, but I think it's gonna. Okay, end all right. I was four. trying to find it. I mean, <coughs> we'll find out. But yeah, Kyle Allen is a no go. Um, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, uh, do you like him against Panthers, or do you feel like this <sighs> is gonna be a bad week for him? This see, this is I've, I've hit on Rodgers every single week this year, or yeah, every on every single game he's played, I have predicted if he was good or bad this week. Yep. Or in that week, I don't know this week. <laughs> It's home, okay. but Carolina has been pretty good. I'm going to say he's a good start. I'll say okay. he's a good start. All right. Um, you got Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. I think at this point, um, I don't really want to start Jamal Williams this week because it is Carolina. Yeah. Normally, I'd say start both. Uh, but just, just Adam uh, Adam Jones. Aaron. That is, that's not right. Aaron Jones um, is, is the only start for me for them this week. Yeah. McCaffrey, obviously. Um, man, I wonder what Ronnie Bonifin would do if Christian McCaffrey <laughs> ever got hurt. He was the number one waiver wire pickup instantly, and he would be trash. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute trash. Uh, McCaffrey's a start. Do you like Moore or Samuel against the Packers? D, I would say no. No, probably If not. you have to start one, DJ Moore's probably yep, the he's guy. he's definitely the guy. Um, if you have actually, DJ Sam- Moore's been pretty pretty good this year. Underrated. He just needs some touchdowns. I told you Curtis Sam is such a good route runner, but yeah, number one receiver. He's, he's been decent though too. <laughs> they both been really good. Um, well, I mean, low and wide receiver twos. Low and wide receiver. If they would, if they would have both had like four to five. T- I mean, Samuel has three. If they would have both had like five touchdowns right now, they'd both be like yeah. very, very good. All right, let's play over under. Devontae Adams over under nine fantasy points. <sighs> it's gonna be over. Okay, uh, start him this week, um, and then. I would sit Jimmy Graham if you if you own him or you're yeah. expecting him to be any good. Um, and then we'll talk about Greg to the Olsen later. Um, Vikings at Cowboys. Let's go, Vikings. Let's go, Cowboys. Kirk Cousins against the Dallas Cowboys D. He's been good this season. Uh, he's shown signs of being a great streaming option. If he's in your league, he's probably picked up and owned because he won somebody a week, and they're like, I can't drop him now. Yeah. Uh, so you probably he's, can't pick him up to stream him, but even if you wanted to... I don't think he's a great player. He's not a great player Especially with Dallas. Daily now, too. Uh, the DAC attack against uh, Minnesota. This game made me nervous. I'm a DAC owner, but this is probably the second... No. It's probably the third easiest game that he has left on his schedule. And then next week's yeah. the easiest game he has left on his schedule. And then it goes downhill. The second falls easiest game cliff. is week 16 against Philadelphia. So, yeah, it falls off a cliff after this. Um, I would start. I, I would be okay with starting Dak against Minnesota this week. If there's yeah. a better option, find the better option and make it happen. But otherwise, Dak's okay. Um, Zeke? Obvious. Dalvin? Obvious. Diggs? A little less obvious, but I think he's a one start. reception for. <laughs> yeah, he had a terrible week last week, but 
That's, I think yeah. gives him more ammo to go without, out this weekend. Without Thielen. Yeah. He, the, Thielen didn't play last week, though, either. He played the first quarter. Okay. And Diggs still only had one catch. That might have just be like, sometimes you lose a player, and then the game plan just goes right out the window. Yeah. I think Diggs is going to have a good week, though, this week. Uh, what about uh, Ola B.C. Johnson or B.C. Johnson, the other slot receiver? Uh, I'm probably not going to play anyone other than Diggs. Okay. Um, Amari Cooper is a start. Um, if you have Gallup or Randall Cobb, I would say no, unless you desperately need them. Yep. Vikings D is not is going to be pretty stout. Um, and then I would sit Jason Witten if you do own him. Um, let's get to our final game. Seahawks at 49ers. Oh, finally a good Monday night game. Yeah. <laughs> this is a legendary Monday night game. This is a great... Is it sad that I'm rooting for the Seahawks to end the 49ers run? Yeah, that is sad. I'm rooting for San Fran. But if, so San Fran's... Kind of, they're eight and zero, and their defense is awesome. Right, and they've been playing great. But have you seen their schedule? Yeah, it's garbage. Same as the Patriots. No, like second half schedule. It's hard. Or is it easy? I'll pull it up for you. Oh shoot! Don't. <coughs> don't do this to me. If my phone would work, <laughs> he's like, I want to give you the second half schedule, and then my phone's not gonna. Work. Okay, hold on. It's 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 working. It's just loading slow. Do do do. All right. So it starts. Oh, you made the sound effects for loading. This so home against Seattle. Okay. Home against Arizona. Okay. Green Bay at Baltimore at New Orleans Falcons, Rams Seahawks. Uh, so the true. So they have about two good games left where it's easy wins, and then about six. The, the very true Forty Niners are about to come out here. Yeah. I think they go. Uh, I think they go twelve and four. Okay. Yeah, I'd say twelve and four sounds about right. Because yeah. that'd be four and four the rest of the way. So yeah. Um. So let's talk about fantasy. Yeah, Russell so let's Wilson. Do that. Russell it's Wilson. An ugly player. Yeah, this is he's, an ugly. Ru- player, he's Russell Wilson. He's Russell Wilson. Got to play him. Uh, Jimmy G against the Seattle Seahawks defense. This is actually uh, you're going to look at metrics online and you're going to say, "Oh my god, the Seahawks defense is actually oh, pretty good." No, they're not. They're not very good. That's actually been the weakness of Seattle. Yeah. Um, I would actually say Jimmy Garoppolo is not a bad play, but uh, it, there is way better options out there for him yeah, yeah, than yeah. that. Um, but I would not be worried about starting, like, Tevin Coleman. Um, if you need Matt Breida, uh, I would not be afraid of starting Matt Breda okay. either. Um, if you go to the other side, Chris Carson is an obvious start. Um Penny and anyone else in that backfield has not gotten any work. Yep. So uh, Lockett, do you like him? Yes. But Metcalf? Honestly, I don't love any of these guys this week because I think it's going to be a know, grind game. It really is. Um, Metcalf is very touchdown dependent. I'm not, not no on um, Metcalf this week. Yeah. Uh, and then you get a very stout debut for uh, Mr. Josh Gordon. Who I also don't like this week. <laughs> It is a gross matchup for Josh Gordon, um, but he could. I don't know. I usually team. You know, you get cut by your team. You're pissed off. I'm gonna play. I well. know this isn't the week though. Yeah, it's not the this week. But the week. I feel like I feel like Josh Gordon's first game as a Seattle Seahawk might turn out to be good. I'm curious to see how they utilize him. Yeah. Does he take over what Metcalf was doing, or does he just end up being the third wide receiver, or does he? You know, because obviously, this is the way that I kind of think about things. Lockett is a slot receiver, and then Gordon is an outside receiver. So they play two different roles. Mm-hmm. So I think Josh Gordon's not going to eat into Lockett's share. 
of targets, I think he's going to eat into Metcalf's. Um, and maybe a little bit of Lockett, but we're not going to. Like, how many targets did he have last week? 18? Yeah. He had yeah, 18. so, like, he's not going to get 18 targets again because yeah. some of those are going to go to Josh Gordon. But And they're probably not going to throw the balls. Like, either. they were ecstatic that he fell all the way to 28. They were looking into, like, guys like Antonio Brown to bring in. So they obviously believe in Josh Gordon to be yeah. that. So I'm curious to see how they, they utilize, utilize him in that offense. If it's good. And you might you might hit on, on a really good player, but this is at this point he's just a speculative look. No, he's not a start this week. Um, Jacob Hollister, people are going to be like, yes, Jacob Hollister. I picked him up off the waiver wire. <laughs> I nailed it. I got him. Don't start him. <laughs> yeah, don't start. Him. Uh, and then we got on the other side Emmanuel Sanders, who's Debo been Samuel. Emmanuel Sanders has been great uh, since he's come to San Fran. But again, I think this is going to be such a such a low scoring be, grind it out a game. Cake out game, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, I don't love I don't love Sanders this week. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Debo Samuel, no. Dante Pettis, no. Oh, man, Dante Pettis, man. I was so excited about him this year. Yeah, and just my and soul just, got ripped out, and he's like he's way worse than he was last year. And the only thing that's holding him to actually being any anything relevant. Like we hope he, every time Dante Pettis gets like five catches and like a touchdown and ends up having like twelve fantasy points, he he jumps Everybody up the waiver is, wire yeah. charts and then, here he is, he's back, he's back, and then he doesn't. Yeah, so uh, George Kittle, obvious start yep. for uh, the 49ers. So it should be an interesting game. We have some good plays here. Um, uh, this week is is an is an extremely before we start. Uh, before we talk about our starts in six, this week is just an extremely weird and difficult week. This is a majority, a lot of bye weeks, a lot of, weeks, a lot of great yeah. players. Unfortunately, ninety percent of them are on my team in yeah. our league. <laughs> I was gonna say I only <laughs> have I have my Deshaun Watson's on a bye, but that's so it. unfortunate. Uh, Philip Lindsay is also on a bye, so um, I, I th- it's tough to get through these particular weeks, um, but. You're going to have to play guys that are going to be just... I might have to play Devonta Freeman, and I don't want to. <laughs> and it's gross. Yeah. But I might have to play him this week against New Orleans. Uh, there's going to be some games that you're going to be surprised by. I feel like this is the week where uh, a lot of our starts and sits are just going to be dead wrong. Yeah, this could be. Yeah. Um, could be. That just, just enlightens confidence in, in starts and sits. So <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have a lot of time. So we're just going to do this rapid fire. Per usual. Okay. Man, we got through extra episodes, and we only had eight matchup breakdowns. Uh, not uh, episodes. We had five matchups we got through last episode. This episode, we only had eight. It was like a lighter load, and we overtalked. Leave it, leave it to me. Uh, so let's rapidly go through our starts and sits. My start of the week at quarterback for Week 10 is Kyler Murray against Tampa. Um, this is as easy of, as a matchup as you're going to get. Um, I think Kyler is going to get the rushing yards. He's going to get the receiving. Uh, the wow, receiving, if he gets receiving he yards, do it all, man. That's <laughs> if he does it all. No, he's going to get the uh, he's going to get the the passing yards, the rushing yeah. yards. Um, I could see him getting a rushing touchdown in this game. Maybe a couple passing touchdowns. He's going to have a good week. Um, saddle him up in your lineup. Matt Stafford is a sit against Chicago. This is a surprising one. A little bit surprising. Everybody's been on the hype train. Everyone's us. been on the hype train, but I feel like. In Chicago, this is a tough matchup for Matt Stafford. Yeah, no, I don't disagree um, with that. And it's going to be, uh, to me, Chicago's been keeping them in games. So their defense has been keeping them in game, keep, keeping the Bears in games. but Unfortunately, yeah. not winning them, but 
Yes, keep like him. this is a gross seventeen to sixteen. Yeah, week it's again. one of those things yeah. where everybody you know picked up Stafford. He had what three straight great weeks, and then just right. all of a sudden goes into Chicago and gets fifteen points. I can see it. All right, who's your star quarterback? Um, for me, you said Kyler Murray. This is the easiest matchup. Let's stay in that game. Let's go, Jameis Winston Woo-hoo. against the Cardinals, who rank so far this year <coughs> thirty-two against quarterbacks. That is dead last in the NFL. Uh, the Buccaneers throw the ball a ton the last three weeks. Jameis Winston has thrown the ball yeah. 54, 43, and 44 times. Um, he's been throwing the ball so much, it doesn't matter if he's good or bad. He just needs to be average, which yeah. he kind of is. Uh, so to me, Jameis Winston is the start of the week at quarterback. Okay. The sit is kind of like yours, a little surprising. It's actually Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. The reason why... <laughs> yeah. Him. I literally have to say it like that to know how to spell it. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, actually, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, um, the reason why I say I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game. Um, after the week Garoppolo had yeah. 32 points, I think people are getting a little excited um, because yeah, before, that, before that he really has not been a good fantasy quarterback this right. year. I think he's going to come back down to earth a little bit and probably get like 15 points. Yeah, um, I started the week at running back David Montgomery against Detroit at home. Uh, this is a great matchup for David Montgomery. He's had two very good weeks in a row. This is the truth week for David Montgomery. This is where we figure out if 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 my takes were right or wrong. Because <laughs> if David Montgomery poops the bed in, in this game, his schedule means nothing rest of season. Yeah. So start David Montgomery. I, I just keep saying things that make people not. Be like I, I would if I'm listening to this podcast as just a listener, I would not be confident in any of these right now. <laughs> I'd be like, these guys are clowns. Uh yeah, anyway. but then step it up, bro. Uh running back sit of the week for me is Devonta Freeman against New Orleans. Who you're probably gonna start. Yeah, unfortunately. So <laughs> so contradicting me, my own advice. For me, my start of the week is Marlon Mack against Miami. Yep. Um Mack all years had good game, bad game, or not necessarily bad, but Good game, average game, good game, average game. He had 15 in week eight against Denver. He had eight last week against the Steelers. This week, home against Miami in a game they're probably going to dominate, probably going to control if Brissett is in the game, which means Mac is going to play. If not, <laughs> if not, Brian Hoyer is going to start, which means they're probably going to run the ball a lot anyway. Miami ranks 29th against running backs. I mean, to me, this is a game where Mac just like gets a ton of touches and is involved in the game right. and is probably the vocal point of the offense. And then my sit is a guy who has betrayed me many times. So I'm just going to put him <laughs> on my sit because yeah, I just don't like him right now. That's Tevin Coleman. I told you wow. to start him for two weeks against the Redskins, which was a great matchup. Okay. And I think who was the other team? Uh, now I forget. It was last week. Okay. I'm pulling it up because I'm – yeah, it was the Cardinals. So against the Redskins and Cardinals, you think those are two good matchups, right? right. No, wrong. Tevin Coleman craps the bet in both those games. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I don't I don't care anymore. I'm sitting Tevin Coleman. Okay. Um, start of the week at wide receiver, Mike Williams at Oakland. Oakland gives up the most yards to deep bomb threat, whatever you want to call them, wide receivers. Mike Williams is the outside receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. So if anything... Mike Williams is going to be a great start this week. Um, sit of the week at wide receivers, Marvin Jones against Chicago. I hate to go with the same matchup, but I feel like the Chicago game is going to be very low scoring. So Marvin Jones, put him on your bench. Okay. And then uh, my start of the week is Golden Tate um, at wide receiver 
Uh, he had a really good game last week. I mean, you saw that sideline catch he had in the goal line. Yeah. Um, he just didn't. The fantasy numbers weren't great. He had like ten points. Um, but this week, no Evan Ingram. Okay. One less target. He's playing against the Jets, who ranked twenty seventh against wide receivers, and the Jets have just are slowly falling apart. Not slowly. I mean, they are really falling apart right now at both <laughs> ends of the, both sides of the football. So. Yeah, so I thought I you were going to say both sides of the floor. I'm like, we, don't, we ain't talking about Yeah, I almost balls. did. That's why, <laughs> that's why I had to correct it. But, yeah, I think Golden State is the start. And then the sit, if he plays, is A.J. Green. People are going to get really excited about A.J. Green. They've been waiting all year for them to start or for them to start A.J. Green because they drafted him early. And they're like, oh, finally. It's been like you know half the season or more than half, and I right. can finally play him. Um I'm not starting A.J. Green until he proves that he can succeed in this crappy offense, and okay. it's against Baltimore, who's a good defense. My start of the week at tight end, Greg Olson. We've gotten this right mo- most of the time. Because he has blown most of the season. Yes. So uh, start Greg Olson at tight end. Sit Mark Andrews against Cincinnati. Uh, that seems like a bad idea because Cincinnati doesn't have the greatest defense in the world, but Mark Andrews is getting like 20% snap share. Yeah. So don't start Mark Andrews. Yep. And... When we have said to start Greg Olson, he has done well. So, for tight ends, for me, start at the week yeah. at tight end is Hunter Henry. Okay. Um, similar to why you said Mike Williams, the Raiders' passing defense has not been good, and Hunter Henry has been consistently since he has returned has been fantastic for tight ends. Yeah. Um, he's had ten targets last week, and the Raiders rank thirtieth against tight ends this season. So, yeah. I could see him having a monster week, and then. For sitting wise, I agree with you. Yeah, it's Mark Andrews. We I didn't even check your tight end list. So this is like the third week in a row that I have not checked your list, and we just both got the we same both tight end. Got the same tight end. I think we're the tight end whispers. We really are. Uh, that'll do it for our starts and sits and all of our week ten episodes. Um, yeah, be sure to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram. We have you all kinds of special content on there. Um, yeah, I guess see you Tuesday. Enjoy the weekend. I think that's pretty much it. Let's watch some football. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.